Hello, everybody. This is Chandler, your host of the Almost Daily Show, and the Dave Picardi. Ha 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 ha. And we're here to talk to you about business, marketing, and anything else that your heart should desire. I can't even keep that going. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. (laughs) I hope everybody likes this sensual music that's playing. It's really good, Chan. I think we found our next calling. I think we did. We're going to be the the sensual radio host, like the lady who's on at 10 o'clock at night talking about love stories. It's going to be us. I wasn't wasn't aware of her, but I will, um, I'll check her out tonight. It's going to be real good. Oh yeah. I think think you'll like her. Delilah, they call her around here. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. That's good. Yeah. So now that we're done with the exciting intro today, we have a pretty cool episode. Uh, We wanted to talk about pricing in the market and what the actual market will bear and how you can actually organize yourself to be able to price yourself in like a high price range or a medium or wherever you want to be. We see so many businesses and uh, so many people, especially in the service industry, who try to price themselves extremely high based on value of service but they haven't established a presence that allows them to price in that way. So they, they're kind of stuck. They want to price high because they know they offer a good product, but they can't because they haven't shown the market why they should pay for that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I think it's a great topic. I think there's a lot of mistakes are being made out there. Uh, people make some rash decisions around pricing. Uh, and then they know that, you know, I think the argument for the last uh, probably 10 years is uh, the price dropping and the price wars that break out. And, uh, and people aren't focused on the right thing, which is themselves, and making sure that they not only do they have a great product, um, and make sure you have a great product. I, I always see people say they have a great product, but if you look at it, it's the same as everybody else, right? So you want to have a good product, and then you have to make sure the world even knows you have it and what you're all about. Uh, and then you can work on your pricing and increasing pricing. Yeah, exactly. I see too often that people open up and start off with this extremely high price point, but they haven't taken the time to build a presence around why people should care about that. And when you look at the, especially in like the gym market, when you look at the reason like people are saying that they're, that you should go to them, it's always all, we have the best coaching. We have the best technique. We do this the best. We're just the best. But that, if you have to try and convince someone why you're the best when they walk in your door, you've already failed in your, your, venture to try to convince them that. So they need to walk in and already understand who they, who you are. They need to already understand what you do. They need to already understand why you're different. And they need to know specifically the reasons that, that you're saying that you're the best and they need to know that you are the best and they need to believe this. And the way to, to build this is you have to build, we always talk about building your brand, but the higher you build a brand and the more developed a brand becomes. And over time, the more people that become aware of the brand, the more likely it is that you're going to be able to price yourself in a high level market. And you look at a lot of the industries that do have the high price points. I mean, these are exclusive. They're known as like super high end, super exclusive things that only certain people can get, but everybody wants. And so if you want to price yourself in a point to where you're that, you need to showcase to the consumer that that's who you are and they need to recognize that. And they need to say, okay, they are, they're extremely expensive, but I, I would go there in a heartbeat if I had the money or I would go there in a heartbeat. And so you need to, you need to develop that awareness around it that yes, it's amazing. Yes, it's expensive. And yes, everybody wants to be there, but not everybody can. And now you've created like an exclusive dynamic behind it. Yeah. And looking at the gym industry, if you're a group exercise facility and you offer that type of a program, 
uh, you're actually not exclusive at that point, right? Like you can't have an exclusive group, a big group like fitness program. You have like that's where people get into more one-on-one stuff and, and small group training, and that's the core of their business, and they do extremely well with it. Uh, but it's what they do. Uh, they're actually when they're talking to people, they're they're. I guess communicating what they're going to do, like, what are you going to do for me, Chan? Right. If I'm, if I'm going to come work with you, what, what's in it for me? And if I perceive it as a high value service, something that I am going to value, I'll pay the money, right? If it's for me. And if it's not for me, I'm not going to pay the money. That's what, that's what we really need to recognize. Like, Hey, this is for me, or this isn't for me, or I understand what they do. And I understand why it's such a high level service. And if you can develop that, you win, but nobody, and we always talk about the long-term game as well. And this is a long-term game. Where do you want to be? Do you want to be the cheap place in town? Do you want to compete on price and be part of that commodity market? Okay. Then that's what you're going to do. If you, do you want to be the medium kind of in the, in between price place where most people can go, then that's cool. Or do you want to be the high end service? And, and that's cool too. But either way, you need to build a brand around that presence. And you look at the the big companies that have done this, they all have that dynamic and everybody knows right away what they, what they charge or what the average like price is going to be, or whether or not they're a discount service or a high level service. And so you have to build that in your content and the information you put out. And at the same time, the way you need to figure out what the market will even bear is you have to do some market research on what's going on. And so you have to look at what are, especially like if we take the gym industry for an example, if you look at the, the market dynamic, you need to say, okay, what's the average cost of personal training in my area when I survey like a hundred of the different little PT locations? Okay, now what are the what's the average personal training rates in a CrossFit gym? What's the average personal training rates in a knockoff? What's the average personal training rates in an Orange Theory? Then go through and say, okay, what's the average rates for group fitness in the CrossFit gyms, in the Globo gyms, in the Zumba and the cardio kickboxing? You need to have a really big dynamic to pull from to understand what the market's going to specifically bear in your area then you can take your price and say okay i want to be the cheap place so i'm going to be in the bottom 10 percent. i want to be in the medium place so i'm going to put myself around the middle or i want to be the high-end service so i'm going to price myself in the upper 90 percent. and once you've made that decision now you're in a good place to actually price yourself and try to work to understand what the market will bear and i think it's really important to start off a little bit lower and slowly build up over time so that way you're you're safe and comfortable you're not going to throw yourself into a super high-end service on accident and not get any leads or not get anybody to buy your product because the market wasn't ready for it yeah, we're seeing that now. I mean, we're seeing a market where um, gyms are trying to throw themselves into a high price market, and you know, it's it's a you know, in concept, it's like, oh, I get this idea that this is what we're going to do, but yeah, what we're seeing is is they're not really distinguishing themselves as a high priced service, right? So they're kind of like just overpricing themselves in a regular market, uh, which causes problems. It dries up. It, it's it creates all sorts of problems in the funnel for getting new clients in the door is what really happens to it. And then everyone's trying to come up with all these solutions to fix that. But ultimately, the solution is is probably market fit. Um, and something else I think that's important to, to really understand is different areas of the world have different living expenses. And though that dictates a lot of the time what all these rates even are. So it's it's hard to follow if you if you have like, you know, I want to try to implement what this guy in South Carolina is doing. You know, well, in South Carolina, his rent's probably half of what my rent is in New England. So it, it, it dramatically changes 
the economics of your gym just by location. Yeah, I think that's why it's so important to do that market analysis and understand the dynamics of your specific market because, yeah, you're definitely, like, for us, we're not going to be the same prices like New York City. We're not going to be the same prices like Vancouver. We're not going to be the same prices as Miami. We're in Reno, Nevada. The average income is, like, $38,000 a year. And the average, and so we need to understand what the average income is, what the highest level of income is, how many people are associated with that high level, and then what, and then we can figure out what discretionary spending is. And once we understand the discretionary spending based off of their income levels, then we can say, okay, here's all of the market dynamics, here's the businesses we've surveyed, and here's what our pricing model is going to be. And that's kind of, that's pricing research. And that's what everybody should do when they're opening a business. It's not just, well, that guy charges $159 a month. Let's do that. It's okay. I've surveyed everybody. I understand what we're doing. I understand what the price is for us and for everybody else around us. And then I understand what the average income levels are, what the highest, what the lowest are. And then I can calculate discretionary spending capabilities based off that. Yeah. And um, something else that I used to do a long time ago with uh, helping uh, gym owners specifically was, you know, it's not about like, well, this is the service I'm going to offer. And then I go charge for it. Uh, you really have to look at, uh, what is your need? Right? So if you set it up and say, well, my need, um, as the owner and head coach or whatever my position is, is, you know, I need to eventually earn a hundred thousand dollars a year or 125, you know, figure out what you actually like, what is the income requirement you're going to have to have out of this business? You can then backtrack it out and you can say, like, you know, when I hire employees, what are the costs of employees? Uh, my facility size, is it is it 1,500 square feet, 5,000, 10,000? Uh, what you'll find is, is as you figure out your requirements for finances, you can then go back and say, okay, now I know I can have with the service I want to provide, I can provide it to 125 people just based on hours in a day, um, and what I have for resources. Well, now I can then go back and say, well, can I get 125 people into a 1,500 square foot facility? I got to figure out then what that looks like. And then you can actually come up with what is your cost per member that you need to cover what you're trying to create for a business. And what we find is most people, it's way undercharging for it. You know, so it's, it's you're, you're trying to sell a commodity for a cheap price, but you have different expectations on the other side because you didn't actually set the business up right. And understand the smaller your facility is, the more you probably have to charge per square foot, uh, but then your service better be good. Yeah, exactly. And what we, what we find with this is a lot of people don't do any of these steps and then they just put out a price and they realize a year down the road that they're in a lot of trouble because everything wasn't organized the way it should be to make sure the market's going to bear it, to make sure you understand what you need and to make sure you understand where you're at. And this comes down to our, our long-term plan for success we always talk about. Did you have this mapped out? Did you do your pricing analysis and strategy and understand the market? Did you take all of your, your costs and everything associated with your business and say, okay, this is what we need to break even this is what we need to make the hundred thousand dollars a year I want to make and this is what we need to make it to the next level as we start adding staff and as we start adding different things and if you haven't organized it this way and you're running a business you should probably take a step back and reorganize this and reevaluate it all and make sure you're on the right path and if you're not there's no better time than now to reorganize that and get on that long-term plan for success because the market's going to be the market and you're not going to be able to change what the dynamics are but you can understand the market and you can pay attention to it so then you can 
can work when it when it evolves and when trends start up and when different pricing points come out. And then you're always a step ahead of the game. And that's what we need. We need to understand the market because the market is what's going to create the entire dynamic that we're trying to work around. And the market's always changing, which is why it's so important that um, in service-based businesses, you want to create your own market. Right? You want it to be around your expertise, your personality, your community, your energy, uh, kind of what you offer the people that are going to work with you. Uh, and then if you do that and you tell your story correctly, uh, you kind of you do create your own market. It's something where you know people can't get the same thing at a different business down the street, even if you're offering a similar type of product. Yeah, that's huge. And, and when you look at it, the, th- the way the pricing goes, the cheaper it is, the, the bare bones, the more bare bones it is. The medium level, they get a little bit of stuff. But the higher level you go and the more you charge and the more you get outside what the market's going to bear, the more you're going to have to add incredible pieces of value and incredible experiences and incredible relationships that are attached to it because you need to give people the sense and the feeling that they're getting a lot for what they're paying for. And if they are paying a lot and they're getting a lot out of it, they're going to be pumped and excited about it. But if you offer a low-end service for a high-end price, now you've set yourself up for failure because now you're going to you're going to suffer, especially in the service industry, with retention. All of your clients and all your people who are working with you are going to eventually cancel and quit because they're not going to see the value for the price they're paying for that service. And so it's you constantly need to be searching for ways to enhance that value and ways to provide more and ways to give them other avenues to be pumped about what you're doing rather than worry about the price. Exactly. This is good. Yeah. You know what? I think we really hit it out of the park. Wait a minute. Hold on. Listen. Right out of the Gone. park. <laughs> out of the Gone. park. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have questions, as always, post them in the comments. If you want to work through pricing and you own a business, we'll put you on the hot seat on Thursdays. That's the new thing. If you have anything you want to work on, you want to fix, you want to adjust, we're willing to put you on the hot seat. We got Joe coming on, who's going to be the first hot seat participant on Thursday. So it's going to be super excited. Uh, remember, Thursdays are hot seat days. If you guys are interested in jumping on that and working through a problem on live during the show with us, we're willing to do it. And it's going to be excited. Just post it in the comments or shoot us an email. Hello at OOTCmedia.com. All right, guys. Great show. We will see you tomorrow. All right. See ya.